All right, welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of Coach's Corner. I'm your host, Coach Rush, man. And uh, today we're talking back hoops again, man. So, you know, the game evolves. The game goes in cycles, man. It, it has its ups and downs. Um, and right now we're in a new era, man. We're in a brand spanking new era of everybody shooting threes, man. And uh, it's also the super team era. And uh, some of you guys want to say, oh, there's always been super teams. Some of you guys say uh, there were dynasties. They were built organically. Um, what these guys are doing is different, blah, blah, blah. You know, we're not here to argue or discuss that. But what is is one thing that's definitely for sure is is what guys are doing right now is different. You know, we can't agree upon that. And, you know, if you're not going to call it a super team era, we might as well just call it the tag team era. All right. We'll just put it out there like that. Guys are tag teaming like it's WWE, you know, hawking animal, the road warriors. Let's get out here and, you know, bandwagon jump and all that good stuff. So we can agree that at least that is going on. Guys, guys are bandwagon jumping and playing where they want to play. And, you know, I'm not necessarily opposed to that. You know, if you want to win chips, man, and, and that's why you play the game and that's why we all play the game is to be the best and, you know, all of that. Um, hey, I'm all for it. Go get your money. Go get your check and go get your trophy if you can, you know. <clears throat> I didn't always feel like that. But now that it's the thing, you know, go with the flow. You know what I'm saying? That's That's just what we live in. And if you're a product of that, do what you do and do it to the best of your ability, man. And, and can't nobody hate on you for that. So with that being said, I want to today, I want to speak about another sort of, I don't want to call it a phenomenon, sort of, tr- it's not really a trend, um, but it's a thing that we've seen in the past. You periodically see this and it's kind of like when one team's roster kind of just like jumps to a completely another uh, another location, but it's pretty much the same central nucleus. <clears throat> and, you know, what I'm alluding to is the Minnesota Timber Bulls is what a lot of people are calling them right now. All right. So, you know, and what do I mean by the Minnesota Timber Bulls? Well, let's just run it down the roster right here, starting with the head coach. You got Tom Thibodeau, ex-Chicago Bulls coach. I'm a fan of Tibbs. I like that he's defensive-minded. I like that he's old school and gritty, and, you know, his teams just play hard. They're blue-collar teams. They grind it out. Kind of a good representation of the Midwest, you know, and he bounced from one city in the Midwest, Chicago, to another city in the Midwest, Minnesota. <clears throat> so, also besides Tibbs, you got the superstar, well, former superstar, Derrick Rose, man. And we all know Rose's accomplishments. He was the uh, MVP in his third season and, you know, had his had his injuries. He's been injury-laden for the majority of his career. And he's just not the same player he used to be. But I refuse to think that Derrick Rose is washed up by any sense of the imagination. Last year, he averaged like 18-7 and seven or 18-8 and eight or something like that. So, again, you can't really hate on Rose. He's he giving you valuable minutes. He's not giving you what you may be used to seeing and what he spoiled you with. But his body physically just can't provide that but you can't like who's gonna say I don't want a point guard that gives me 18 and 7 or 18 and 8 that's that's almost 20 and 10 those are those are impressive numbers you know it's not Derrick Rose impressive but it's still impressive and it's still solid to have a point guard who can go out and get you 18 and 8 you know what I'm saying so also you got Jimmy Butler so you got when Derrick Rose went down with injuries and Jimmy Butler took over the scene you know he was sort of the star in Chicago 
You know what I mean? So you got another Chicago star in Jimmy Butler, and he's he's one of the best two-way players in the game. Then you got Mr. Taj Gibson. Again, I'm a huge fan of Butler and Taj Gibson, man. They, You know, I just love the way they play with their aggression and, and their passion and, and the way they just attack the game with veracity. Uh, then you got Aaron Brooks, man, another little-known Chicago bull. Give you solid minutes, you know. Um, he ain't going to hurt you out there on the floor. He ain't necessarily a superstar, nothing like that. But, again, another ex-Chicago bull. Then you got former six-man of the year, uh, the wizard with the basketball himself, Cap Croft, a.k.a. Jamal Crawford out here doing his thing still in his in his, his young early 80s out here just giving young cats the buckets, the business, you know. So, with that being said, welcome to the Minnesota Timber Bulls. And so <clears throat> my question is, what exactly is the general manager of the Minnesota Timber Bulls thinking? Um, and what I mean by that is, I mean, let's just take a look at it. Does, does he honestly believe that this team right here can compete for a championship? Or that you can build a championship team around this particular nucleus. Now, I know there's other pieces. I know there's Andrew Wiggins. I know there's Cat. Uh, I know there's Rubio. I know there's Jeff Teague. I know there's all of that. But this right here is your nucleus. You know, and you can clearly see Tibbs' handprint on this nucleus. He said, I want my guys. I want guys that understand my culture. I want guys that bring that level of play to the game. You know, and I'm not mad at Tibbs for that. But... With all those pieces that we just mentioned, can they really compete playing old school ball? Old school ball, Coach Rush, what you mean old school ball? Man, it's 2018. Yeah, but let's take a look at the roster. Like we just said, this is the uh, three-point era. This is fast pace, up and down the court, running gun, launching threes, zero style of play. <laughs> Who in this nucleus fits that bill? The closest thing to fitting that bill on this roster is is Cap Croft, man. He's the only one that's really a three-point threat, and I don't really consider Crawford a threat from the three-point line. He can shoot the three, but he's more of a, a ball-dominant, take you to the rack, embarrass you, pull up for the jumper in the mid-range type player, you know? Rolls to the basket. Even through all those injuries, he never really evolved his game to be a jump shooter. You know, he's a better mid-range shooter now, but he's still not a threat. Aaron Brooks, not really a threat to be a knockdown shooter from the corners. That's not their style of play. Jimmy Butler, another mid-range, drive to the basket. You know, 90-style player. Taj Gibson, he's a four, but he's not a stretch four. He's not really stretching your floor out. You know what I'm saying? He's shrinking the floor for you. <clears throat> um, you know, and then you got Tibbs, still playing the same old, same old. You got Andrew Wiggins, not a three-point threat. Jeff Teague, not a three-point threat. Cat, uh, Cat, not a three-point threat, man. So, can this roster compete? And, and my thing is, let's let's take a look at how well they did in the East when they were with Chicago, when they were young, when they were all doing their thing. <laughs> you had Derrick Rose was the MVP. They went to the conference conference finals, lost to uh, Miami, I believe. Um, or it was a LeBron-led team. I can't remember if it was his last year in Cleveland or his first year in Miami. Um, but they couldn't quite get over the hump. And I, I think they were missing a piece. And I think if Derrick Rose stays healthy, I think they continue to improve. I think they continue to surround him with the necessary pieces. And maybe they knock off Miami. Maybe. 
I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm going to go out on a whim and say maybe. Not a definite, not a guarantee, but you just never know the climate of things. Does Melo go to Chicago in that free agent year when he's still kind of in his prime, when they're really only missing uh, a big-time score, somebody who can give you 25, 27? Now, that's not the Melo we have today. You know, he's not quite the walking bucket that he used to be, but at that time, he was. Now, does this sway his decision to go to Chicago if Derrick Rose never gets injured? That's my question. Now, you can't play the what if game all like, you know, we're not going to do that. But that's the extent to what they did in the Eastern Conference. Now you have an older, more mature, a little bit less athletic because, again, they're a little older and mature uh, nucleus with the same type of coach who has a history, a labor history of pushing his players past their limits and forcing them into injuries and endurance injuries and things like that and running into those kind of problems in a long 82-game season and a potentially another 20-something games in the playoffs if you go to the finals. So if you take this Minnesota roster and you put the Timber Bulls in the Eastern Conference, man, psh, I, I'm, not, I'm not so confident that they don't, that they don't be, end up number three in the East behind only Cleveland and behind only Boston and potentially could beat one of those teams on any given night. I don't know about completely in a seven-game series. Again, we're not here to argue that much, but they're somewhere in the top three mix in the East, (laughs) but there's still not a lock to come out of the East. You feel what I'm saying? Um, And I don't, you know, some of you guys are probably sitting here, what about Toronto? What about Toronto? What about the Pacers? Well, what about the Pacers? You know what I'm saying? The Pacers are unproven in the playoffs. They're still young. They're having a great season, whatever. That's cool and fine. But I, I don't, I'm not convinced that they can do in the playoffs what they're doing in the regular season right now. Oh, well, what about Toronto? Toronto has had plenty of opportunities to come out of the East. They've, they've been number one. They were number one seed last year. And shoot, they, you know, they just, they fall apart. So we're not even going to go there. I'm not even putting Toronto in that conversation. They haven't earned the right. To, to stay in that conversation right now. Um, so if you finish top three in the East and you're not a guaranteed lock, I'm not so sure we say that even in the East they could do something. But however, let's, let's, let's back to reality. They're in the Western Conference. This roster doesn't beat Golden State. They get swept by Golden State. If they play the Rockets, this roster gets swept by the Rockets. If they play the Spurs, Without Kawhi Leonard, maybe they get to game six. That's a maybe. They probably get to game five. With Kawhi Leonard, it's definitely five or less. Um, so you're not even top three. You might as well not even be in the conversation. You know, you you. it's still a, a question if you even make it out of the first round to be a top four team, you know? So my question again is, is are these tools enough? And if they're not enough... What exactly is the thinking? Well, I'm thinking that he's just giving Tibbs the range to say, hey, Tibbs, you're a new coach. I want you to come in here and I want you to feel comfortable and I want you to bring in your culture and we'll assist you. But everybody's not meant to hold two hats. You know, I get that. I know you want your coach to feel comfortable, but at some point you got to do your job. And you got to say what you did over there wasn't enough and it's not going to be enough over here. So we got to do a little bit more. We got to have a few more tools in, in the box for your, for the Timber Bulls to be a threat, you know. And, and also, um, we all know that history repeats itself. And like I said before, it's not really a phenomenon. It's not really a trend, but it's something we've seen before and not too long ago, to be exact. 
uh, what about the New York Nuggets? You know? <laughs> well, Coach Rush, who's the New York Nuggets? Well, let's take a look. When Carmelo Anthony uh, went over to New York, went home to play play for the city, play in the garden, he took with him Aaron Aflalo, Gallinari, Kenya Martin, J.R. Smith, and if I'm not mistaken, maybe there was one one other former Nugget that went with him over in New York. And, and let's just be honest, how did that turn out? Didn't turn out too well with a, a, a roster that went to the Western Conference Finals. Oh, who does this sound like? Sounds like Chicago Bulls and Derrick Rose. They went to the Western Conference Finals. They got knocked off by Kobe and Powell in seven games, and, and they, they made a good stand. But after that, they couldn't get past the second round. Had a hard time getting out of the first round. Matter of fact, I think that may be the only time Carmelo has ever got out of the first round. So, um, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. Jump in, hit the message button, and, and say, Coach Rush, you're wrong. They got to the second round, blah, blah, blah. That's fine. But the point is, the furthest they got was the Western Conference Finals, and I know the Western Conference is tough. However, they go to the East, and they can't even get out of the first round when they were, like, the number two seed a couple of times. So... You know, we've seen this before. History repeats itself. You take that nucleus, it didn't work somewhere else. You try to force feed it in another city, and it ends up crumbling even worse than it did the first time. So is that what's going to happen with our Minnesota Timber Bulls? You know, like I said, history repeats itself, but we don't know. Uh, Or does Minnesota have better surrounding pieces to put around that centerpiece? Because I'll take Cat over Joe Kim Noah every day of the week. You know, he's just more of an offensive threat. Now, again, I love Joe Kim Noah. That's that's my boy, you know. I, I rocks with him. I love his intensity. I love what he brings to the game. But, you know, ever since he left Chicago, he's been a baby Derrick Rose with the injuries, man. We ain't heard much about him in the last few years. So, um, and he was never really an offensive threat. So, I'm going to take Cat over Joe Kim. But is he enough to put him over the hump is Andrew Wiggins enough and speaking of Andrew Wiggins now Andrew Wiggins is saying he's not comfortable being essentially the third wheel essentially the third option behind Cat and Jimmy Butler so now the guy that you traded away number one picks for and did all this other stuff and you put told him the franchise was going to be on his back you've made him the third option you made him unhappy he's ready to go and if he's in a contract year he might be out of here at the end. And with this tag team era, he might go somewhere, excuse me, he might go somewhere where you got to see him three, four times a year. And I'm not so sure you want to you want to do that. You put him on a team that's that's a bubble team and you put him on there and he goes over the hump and he start kicking off in your butt three, four times a year and maybe in the playoffs too, you know. So do the pieces they have. Are they better than the pieces Derrick Rose had in Chicago? I'm not 100% sure of that. I I say a little bit better, but then again, you have to consider what conference they're in. So even if those pieces are a little bit better, they're in the Western Conference now. You know, it ain't ain't, uh, puppies and roses and bubblegum over here in the Western Conference. You know what I mean? Where you got a majority of your teams under, you know, under 50, 50 wins. You know, you got you got teams are getting it in in the Western Conference. All right. Then you got to consider Derrick Rose's health. You got to consider Cap Croft's age, Tibbs labor history. All of these things play a deciding factor and make you question what were the Minnesota Timber Bulls front office thinking when they brought that failing Chicago nucleus over to a thriving 
Western Conference. You know, so chime in. Let me know what you guys think about the Timber Bulls, man. Let me know what you think about Wiggins. Is he right? Is he wrong? Let me know what you think about Derrick Rose. Is Derrick Rose washed up? Click the message button. Tell me what you're thinking. Holler at me. Tell me what you want to talk. If you want me to talk about another topic, man. Tell me if you want to be a caller on the show. If your message is good enough, I'll put you on the show. That'll be the start of the next show, man. Um, Besides that, man, be grateful for something today. Tell somebody you love them. Have a positive outlook. Work hard. Get a game plan. And go be great today. I love y'all. Peace.